If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show, episode 190 for Monday, October 15th, 2018. Hey everybody, (laughs) what's going on? You know, if you're not watching the video version of the show, either in archive form or live, you're missing Brian Dunaway dancing every time we start the show. It's really fantastic. And most most of my dancing is is mosh related, like the mosh pit. Were you you a mosh pit guy? Of course. I used to pick up change, do all that stuff. What did you, uh, if you were to, what concert would you be at where I would see you mosh pitting? Well, helmet. Helmet. Okay. All right. This says a lot about you. It explains a lot after all these years of gonna, knowing you. Going to mosh me some helmet. Yep. Mosh some pit with the helmet. Mm. Helmut. That's right. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. It's Scott and Brian, and we are here for the Boop Show. And uh, it is, we're, we're deep into fall, folks. Halfway through October, moving up on uh, Halloween. And I was thinking, not this week, but maybe next week uh, or sometime soon, or maybe it's the week I get, or the Monday I get af- uh, back from uh, BlizzCon. But I think it might be fun to talk about our favorite scary games of all time. Ooh, interesting. That's a good one because Scott doesn't do scary games, so it's going to be interesting. I don't normally, but I can sure tell you the ones that scared me the most because that's how I knew I didn't like them is I would play them, get all scared, and then stop playing them. So You start you started a lot of scary games. Oh, yeah, I could do it. I could do it. Sure, why not? Nope, can't do it. Tons of can't them. Do it. Tons of them. Last year I played... A bunch of uh, Resident Evil 7. And guess who didn't finish that game? Me, because I can't do that. I'm not finishing that. Are you kidding? That game was scary as hell. They like uh, they reinvented scary. I've played every single uh, Resident Evil game since 1 on the PS1. Yeah, yeah. Ever since those dogs jumped through the window in the hallway, I have been playing Resident Evil. When you say Resident play, you mean, you mean tested. No, even then, I beat those games. I played those games oh, top to bottom because Resident Evil doesn't scare me. Until we get to seven, <clears throat> and then suddenly, uh, seven's the scariest damn thing I'd seen in the whole of twenty uh, sixteen seventeen. Like that thing was just like mind blowingly frightening. I thought, and it changed my whole outlook. I can't play that. I can't play it. Let's do it. I, I like this idea. Halloween episode of the Boop Show. Boop. Let's see. Boop. It will fall that work. That work. It uh, that'll be the twenty ninth, right? All right. I'll make somebody a deal. This is the only way I'm doing this. I will play all of Resident Evil 7 if someone buys me a, a, a discount PC version of it. I'm not going to play it on the PlayStation where I have it currently because I don't want to. But if I had it on PC and I could have a little more control, mouse and keyboard to be specific, I think, I would, I think I'd do it again. But that's the only way I'm doing it. So you guys go find a code. Or no, someone- you're, li- you're the re- the reason why you want a PC is because you know you can turn your monitor off quickly because you're sitting right next to the button. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want Resident Evil Seven to possess your TV. You don't right. want that. Right. And everyone always says, 
you know, you got to play in the dark, but I could, in my office, my studio here, so I could stream it properly, I'd need to have some lights, you know, I'd have to turn some lights on, yeah. so I could cheat my way through that game. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're, we'll talk about that later, and uh, like I said, you know, upcoming soon, maybe our favorite scary games. I love Halloween. It's my favorite time of year. So. Oh, wow. Historical low, $14.61. Who's got it for that? Uh, the Games Planet from the UK, which I sometimes grab games from. Oh, do they just do codes or uh, 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 what? Steam codes? Uh, that the, yeah, be? just codes. Steam codes. All right. Steam codes. <clears throat> well, Steam codes. Seems like an interesting idea. We'll have to see. Let's dive into this week's uh, uh, paraphernalia here, folks. We're Deep gonna, dive. We're going to talk about uh, the first game on my mind and probably Brian's because he and I both have been playing it, although we've been playing it on different platforms, which I think will be interesting to talk about. Is Call of Duty Black Ops Four, uh, the black the blop opsening? No, that's not really the, the black opening. That's and I knew you was playing this because we talked on Film Sack, and as a result, I also play Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Yeah, so I have it on PC. Brian got it on PlayStation Four at a red box. Have you already Correct. taken it back, or you still have it? No, I rented it for the full three days for seven dollars. Mm-hmm. That's right, seven dollars, three days of fun. Yeah. Now, uh. Most people are like, oh, that's that new uh, Call of Duty what has the Battle Royale in it. And uh, you you are correct. The Blackout mode is part of the game, although there are numerous modes, which we'll get to in a second. Um, But I played uh, the crap out of the PC version so far. And by that, by the crap out of it means I'm crap at it. Uh, (laughs) As usual with Battle Royale games, I'm really not very good. I played shooters uh, for ages. I've been playing since Doom. More, More than that, I played Wolfenstein like way back in the day. And I oh, played yeah. Quake and Doom and Unreal and Unreal Tournament and uh, Half-Life 1 and all of its mods and games. I played Counter-Strike, the old Counter-Strike mod. I mean, which hours is, and days on which end. Is fast, which is faster gameplay, Quake 1 or Call of Duty Black Ops 4? Quake 1. I think Quake 1. Quake right. 1 is a speed monster, dude. If it you, is so fast. In fact, if you go play like, uh, well, actually any of the Quakes, this is true of. 2 was a little slowed down, but 3 was... Right. Pretty fast. If you go play the new Quake Champions deal, that mm-hmm. thing is a, a speed monster as well. And uh, but I would say in the modern context, like of all the shooters that are popular in in consoles, PCs, or whatever right now, I would argue that Call of Duty since four has been a very speedy, fast, yes, mechanically anyway, video game, and it continues to be that now. Now, what I like about it is. If you ever played PUBG and went, oh, this is such a cool concept, but ooh, it's a little rough around the edges. Doesn't seem like it's fully baked. Might be, might, maybe it feels like a mod. Uh, it's got some real jank in it and mm-hmm. all that. If you ever felt that way, you'd play this and go, oh, well, this is like that without all the jank. Like this is a triple A finished experience, and you can tell that you know a lot of money was spent to make it super polished and yeah finished. and and that's actually i i have never played uh pub g mm. um i did play the Fortnite yeah. a little bit yeah um and i have played call of duty uh black ops and other call of duty games up to call of duty black ops 2 mm-hmm. and i will say that i felt totally lost when i started playing the blackout mm. well you should because if you haven't played any kind of battle royale that that's gonna seem weird to you but as like a genre film fan that you are you probably love the idea of what this is all based on i mean it's based on that game or that movie battle royale it's a lot like the hunger games or whatever you plop down a hundred others and everyone fights till only one standing 
Like, it's a pretty genius idea. PUBG took real early advantage of it. There were mods before that, right. but that was really the first big mainstream thing. And then, you know, uh, Fortnite has grabbed a lot of that attention lately. This thing did something like three or four times its normal day one PC sales. I don't know how console did. I don't right, know if those right. are reported yet. But apparently, off to a good start, and doesn't surprise me. Um, because what we're dealing with here is a game that everybody kind of knows already in terms of how it feels. Like, Call of Duty, if you've been a gamer in the last 15 years, you played a lot of Call of Duty, whether you're sick of the series or not. And uh, so you know what's up, and you know how it feels and what it's like to shoot in that game, and um, just kind of know what to expect. And they haven't veered too far from what you know here uh, in terms of, like, how the characters feel, how they control, how you shoot. Right. Um. But immediately you're like, I, oh. I, I did have a little bit. It, there was not much difference in what I've played in the past, but I think I had Black Ops 2 on the PC, and I was playing this on the PS4, and I will say that I had some trouble understanding what I needed to do to pick up uh, weapons or anything uh, that was on the ground. Because yeah, it, I, it, yeah. by the default behavior is to walk up to an item and then hold down PS4, hold down the square button yeah. and basically initialize it and then pick it up. Yeah. And uh, I, I did not know what I was doing. I was walking up going, I can't pick it up. I can't pick it up. I gotta go. I gotta pick it up. Yeah. See, and uh, this, is, was, a, this is a problem, working. right? Because on, on PC, you would have just hit E or something and up it came and there you right. went. I, I agree with that. And I actually think that if there's any big mistake here, uh, they rely too much on this idea that everybody knows what Battle Royale is at this point. And so they don't, they don't really ease you in if you're a brand if you're a newbie to the genre. That being said, there've got to be very few newbies to the genre. But here you are. <laughs> but you're one of them right here, right? And but so, here I here I was, and I I uh, ran this from the red box, but that does not you know exclude me from having to download the massive download, which isn't too massive, but it was still you know it's still a four hour download just to get to the blackout mode, which is the only mode available to me, and then another seven hours to download. Uh, the rest of the content, oh. the campaign, is that how they do and it? the zombies. Yeah, that, well, that's how mine did it on the PS4. Yeah. And so I jumped straight in uh, to the only game mode that was available to me, which was Blackout. And uh, there was no instructions, just, how you doing? Come on, we've been to jump in a helicopter and let you go. Bye, have yep. fun. Yep. And it was kind of frustrating for me <laughs> because I was getting killed almost instantly every time. Which is kind of a big penalty when you have to wait for a you know a quad to show up you know and to and to get loaded back into the game, mm -hmm. get out of the game, get back in the game. So like my first hour of play was like about maybe ten minutes of me actually playing mm -hmm. and doing stuff. Mm -hmm. it, it was a little frustrating. A little yeah, frustrating. no, I get it, and I think that that's on them to have. They should have made that an on that that a better, smoother onboarding process for players who don't know what this is. Uh, but they weren't worried about me. No, they're not. And they know that. And why yeah. spend the money if they know that there's only like one Brian Dunaway for every 4,000 yeah. other players? Um, but, you know, I'd, I'd spend a decent amount of time in PUBG, a little bit in Fortnite. I never could stand the build mechanic in Fortnite, so I quit early on mm. that. Never interested me at all. <laughs> Freaking hate it. Um, but the... Uh, I gotta build stuff now! <laughs> I know, F that. But this thing doesn't feature any of that. It's just good old-fashioned run around, shoot each other. It's fast. It's furious. Um, so you got to play smart and you got what second place with your quad yesterday or something. I did. Uh, 
And I, I got sec I got second place. I don't really know how, other than I just okay. So I I kept jumping my quads. I kept playing quads because you can play. Uh, I think what twos and ones. Yeah, you can do quads, uh, quad, quads, duos, quad and uh, solo four. by yourself. Yeah, right. So quads four. That's four members. Uh, I didn't understand at first. I was like, wait, am I like on a am I on a team? Because I noticed my controller is like orange and it was blue last time. And I'm mm -hmm. like. Why, why, what, what's going on right now? Why is the color changing? And I'm like, I, I didn't know where my crew was really. And I'm like, oh, okay, there they are. They're the little, you know, the little arrows. I see them now. And when I finally figured that out and started, you know, chasing after my friends, because there's definitely an advantage to being in quads, because if you're a noob and you're hanging out with three other people and know, kind of halfway know what they're doing, you get a little protection. So that's what I did. Uh, and we landed and we weren't even like two minutes in. And the rest of my squad was like dead. And, you know, the little, the guy comes on and goes, looks like it's just you now, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, oh, over. <laughs> and uh, so I had luckily I had, I had jumped in a truck right away and I kept blowing the horn for the guys to come on. Come on. Beep, beep, beep. Get in the truck. We got to go. Beep, beep. And probably got us killed. But uh, so I drove, I drove uh, towards this. I kept putting waypoints in the center of the circle because I didn't want to get caught in the ever closing sky cloud of doom that's coming in to make mm -hmm. you get closer and closer in your battle sure uh and so i i jumped in ahead toward the center mm -hmm. is the best i could uh i picked a building so i can kind of hide hide in there and do that and that's what i did and i did not see anybody yeah. the whole game that's a feature of that is a feature of battle royale for sure not always but depending right. on where you landed and where you're at now and where you are in relation to the closing circle and all that you may you may be in a game where, depending on your play style, you may not be seeing people yeah. until the very, you know, final couple of uh, waves or whatever. And, and that, I, that can happen. I kept getting near the epicenter where it was closing. So, I mean, I never had to travel much. I was just like always like there. It's like, oh, well, it's closing in on me. I yeah. must be the center of attention. Yeah. So it kept closing in on me and getting closer. And it, by this point in time, near the end, I was in a, I was in a, a, a house standing up top of some stairs, fully geared out going, oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't open the door. <laughs> oh. yeah. And so dude dude comes to the door, and I realize one of the things also I learned very early on, if you shoot, that gives away your position. Oh, yeah. So sure. they hear you. I have all these I have all these guns I'm picking up. I have no idea what they do. Mm. None. And I'm afraid to shoot them because I'm afraid I'm gonna get, reveal my location. So this gun I had will look pretty cool. And I waited. And when that guy comes to the door, my gun went boom. It was like, oh no. <laughs> And uh, I just barely killed that guy, but he was—I guess he was number three. Yeah. And so then I all, you know, I killed him. My one kill the whole whole time I've been playing. I come swaggering out and boom, and I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the, I, I did the kill cam, and the guy said, "Nice." <laughs> he did. I guess said. I was. I guess I was easy pickings. Yeah, but still, uh, yeah. like uh, you did. That's pretty. That's pretty good. You know, for, that was great. It helped my stats like nobody's business. Sure. Now I have some bad news for you not going to happen again you as you said earlier you go <laughs> no not that you could get better and, and win um uh, but no but you right. said uh i played that while it just downloading the campaign yes uh, this game has no campaign well i'm sorry i did say campaign it's actually the the multiplayer and the uh specialist uh training yes plus they have yeah. so there is a story with characters and you play it co-op with somebody and mm -hmm. that's kind of how you work your way through whatever story is there. But this is absolutely not your traditional Call of Duty campaign where, you know, there's a whole a whole mode for the single player story. And then there's a bunch of multiplayer. 
This is a bunch of multiplayer with a little bit of single player ideas sprinkled in there, but no full campaign. So it just bears mentioning to people out there thinking, oh, I'll get this because when I'm not playing this uh, blackout mode, I'll be getting me some story. Eh, you may not be getting much. It's kind of no. not that. Um, so quick differences here. I got it on the PC. It only uh, th This game is no longer a Steam game as it has been traditionally. It is uh, exclusively no. on the, uh, uh, the Blizzard hmm. launcher. So you run the Blizzard launcher, and it's down there sitting next to Destiny as the two games that aren't Blizzard games uh, on the Blizzard launcher. I, for I forgot that was going to be a thing. Yeah, it doesn't bother me once whatsoever. In fact, I like it uh, right. because I like the Blizzard launcher a lot. And so for me, it's a thing I already trust, and it's fine. Um, this would bug me if it was like, now use the Activision launcher or some BS like that. That would That would piss me off, but Blizzard's you know, proving themselves to make a quality thing and it's fine. Uh, so that doesn't bother me at all. But um, yeah, that's really the main difference. Um, control wise, it plays like a first person shooter, as you might expect. And uh, I'm telling a lot of people something they already know, which is, uh, yo. Um, yes, yes, yes. And no, I, I think we got exactly uh, what we probably expected, except for the blackout mode. But the rest of it's, you know, it's pretty straightforward. It's, it's just, you know, back to Call of Duty. Uh, Black Ops and the multiplayer is pretty similar, but I'm with you. I was a little bit disappointed that there was no campaign because yeah. that that's that's where I cut my teeth before I get out into the multiplayer world. And I, it's usually it's what I it's usually what I care about more in these games is right. the single player story. Right. And so when not having one here does kind of suck. I think the fact that it's a full priced, I think a you know ten dollar less game might have been a nice way to say to players, yeah, we know this isn't a you know a full whatever. So yeah, I'm I'm with you, and we knew it's not like this was a surprise. They told us when this was announced there was no single player campaign in a traditional right. way. So it's you not think, like you think they'll. I, I haven't done much research on this. There's not a lot of information out there yet about Call of Duty Black Ops, especially reviews. It must have been must have really no been no really early release. I haven't seen hardly anything on most of my favorite gaming sites, and I've seen very little good YouTube videos that actually give me any good information. Other than watching bro dudes have a good time, mm -hmm. bro dude. Yeah. I, so I, I don't know if there's that much news out there for this. Um, but do you think uh, that Blackout will 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 break out and be free to kind of compete with Fortnite and those kind of games, nah, or is it gonna? I do not think that. I think it'll be a keep it right in there. I think they'll do it like PUBG's model, which is this is a premium product. You buy it right. to play it. They'll put out a bunch of free stuff for it, like new map, new whatever, you know, things like that. But then they'll but, also have microtransactions for it. Like, I think this is going to be uh, what we've seen lately from a lot of game companies is is a mix of those things. I think the fact that Fortnite is 100% free is significant right. to its growth. But I also think that nobody, okay, this is just a thought, and I don't want to piss anybody off, but I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to pay. Nobody pays for Fortnite. That would never happen. The game would not be so popular if if that right. was a premium game, it would not have taken on the life that it's taken on. So uh, that doesn't. But you, that's you not me saying it's a bad game. I just don't think it has anywhere the legs that it currently has. If it was a wasn't a freemium game, I'm thinking. I'm thinking next year. Like, is this going to split the community? Because it's like, okay, we've got multiplayer, and what is what is the battle royale part of the blackout? If you don't have large numbers of people will that scale well i'm mean, sure they've thought about well, it no this, i think that this it, i think this is going to just be hugely popular and people will play it and it'll have a very long life i i don't think there's mm -hmm. anything like the 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 big question for me is more 
the way Call of Duty works is they're used to having yearly releases. And this right, year is right. a Treyarch game. The year before this was... Which is always the best cycle, by the way. That is my personal opinion. Yeah. I think the Treyarch cycle is always the well, best. Well, this is the Treyarch cycle, so enjoy <laughs> enjoy this, because yeah. this is them. And next year, it goes back to the main studio. If if they do it next year, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, that's the question. I don't know. Do they keep doing the same uh, pattern, given that this is now meant to be almost like a platform and not just a game that you played the one year and then you're done and go on to the next year? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If they keep it the way it's been, in theory, next year... Everybody's buying Call of Duty Modern Warfare 9 or whatever the name they're going to call it. And there is another blackout mode in it. Right. Um, That'll be tough because if if you do that, how do you continue to support the old blackout mode? You almost have to you have to get rid of it, right? Well, I mean, that's how, the point. How, that's do you the keep question. Sell, how do you keep selling the blackout mode going forward is what I'm curious well, about. Well, that's the thing, though. They keep, it, as it stands right now, you can go to two or two or three generations back of black of uh call of duty games and still play multiplayer and people do so they don't they don't kill that every year and so i can't think of a reason they would here there's going to be enough players to fill servers i'm not worried about that like when Mm -hmm. i played this the other day i got in really early in the morning didn't seem to matter there was just tons of people ready to roll the low was pretty quick yeah low was pretty quick for me too every time now i complained early on saying oh i gotta wait for the low but it's only like 10 15 seconds yeah if that my biggest my biggest problem is if you're bad at it then you weren't yeah. in the game very long so it feels like you <laughs> just barely got in and now you're getting out it, again it takes it takes more time to find the, the to click through the i gotta spectate or do i want to exit the game i want to exit the game i have to hold down the the circle button on the ps4 until it finally goes okay we're letting you leave now and then the load screens mm-hmm. speaking of the ps4 by the way i i have a ps4 pro and I'm a little bit disappointed uh, in 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 some of the uh, some of the screen loads. Uh, it's kind of is kind of jerky. I, I would think with a PS4 Pro, I would be experienced at the highest possible level. But there is some uh, hiccups. You mean just? And like, I noticed early on when you say screen load, you mean like uh, like frame rate kind of thing, like a yeah, choppy frame, frame rate? rate. Like it'll, it'll you know you get your nice little I'm loading screen, and mine goes mine load. No, and I'm no, no. I'm thinking about it. No, bitch, yeah. stop. Well, no. that all could change over time with optimization and you know upgrades or whatever. I'm not having any of that on the PC, but you might, you know, some right, right. You might expect yeah, that given given the platform. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't, uh, as far as I know, I haven't heard of any specific major issues with the with the uh, frame rates and one, stuff. Yeah, not with frame rates, but there is one big issue that's on everybody's mind right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you used it. You played multiplayer mode. I only played mm, just for a minute. I hopped in and did some specialist training on Ajax, which is the uh, defensive player who yeah. has the shields and everything. Right. Um, but I, I did not experience getting shot by anybody from hiding behind buildings that I was that I was aware of. But there is this emote uh, problem that everybody has seen. Have you seen? No. About what's this? the problem the with the problem? emotes? Oh. No. Oh, okay. So, like, like in uh, Fortnite and other games, you get to do your little dance, your little emote. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is, built into multiplayer, uh, the emote uh, throws you through a, a to a, a you know a external camera, and so like if you're standing at a at a wall somewhere and you're trying to see around it, instead of peeking around, you just do your little emote, and then you can see over the wall and get a little advantage because you can see the other players. Oh. So no risk. 
because you don't have to stick your head out around the corner and go, oh, you're over there? Yeah. You just do your little dance, do your little emote. They'll probably fix and it. Probably, they're fixing it. Yeah. They, they're, already, they're already on it. They're fixing it, but I have not <laughs> experienced so stupid. that. It's just another, it's just an exploit. Like everybody does that crap. It is. They'll every, find, every time. They'll find know. something dumb and then they'll exploit it and then it'll get patched out and it's fine. But I yeah. didn't realize they actually had the emote stuff in here because I, let me tell you something, Brian, about emotes. Let me tell you about <laughs> the number one feature How of video games right now. How do you feel about emotes? The number Scott. one feature of video games right now that I could care less about, emotes. Right. That's the thing. I hate it. I don't care about it. I don't want right. it. I don't. At the end of a match, if I win, I don't need to do some kind of e-peen dance just to make everybody think I'm cool. I hate that so bad. So not interested. So that yeah, not into that. How about the camera mode? This and everything right now with the you know snapshot modes. Oh, that's also <laughs> dumb. All of it's dumb. It's all dumb. Yeah, everything it's you just described. Part, it's all part of viral marketing, though, Scott. You know, it's like you you need to catch cool little you know your Spider Man. Sure, jumping and missing a plane or something. I mean, it's fine, but I'm not. I'm not catching the virus from the viral marketing. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm immune to it because I know how (laughs) dumb it is, and I know what it is. It just promotes like people going in. Look at me, my wiener's bigger than yours. I hate that. Back in my day, the only emote we had was teabagging. When you constantly (laughs) went stoop, nope, I'm up, I'm up. Mop. Yeah, teabagging was a again not even part of the game. You didn't push a teabag no. button. You just knew how to teabag. That's some that's, pro- right. that's a proper proper use of your epin. Yeah, anyway, you this game's pretty great. Um, it's the most I've been interested in Call of Duty since forever ago. So yeah, yeah. So for me, um, they've at least accomplished that right like i usually don't care about the use the over the stuff that happens every year because i've played it all before it's like oh all right what are you going to do show me something new and even though battle royale is not new per se their take on it feels real good and i'm enjoying it so i did the zombie thing for a little bit by the way i'm i do not know what i'm doing in there i know it's like a co-op uh progression thing horde mode kind of game killing floor style thing i just I'm I'm never really play these the the zombie modes in these games and I know they're very right. popular but I don't know where I'm at and what's going on and who that dude is or any of that stuff so I just that, yeah that once again a lot the gameplay for Call of Duty Black Ops Four is just as good if not more refined and polished than it ever has been I just feel like there's not anything tying it together and it's kind of it's still okay. It's fine. It's great. It's great. You just see if you've, you've if but it's definitely playing to the people who are already there. I don't think this game is really sucking anybody in who's not already a huge Call of Duty fan. Yeah, I just, I just maybe, maybe not. But, Those other modes are very much made for somebody who wants their traditional right. Call of Duty game experience. Um, I'm I'm down with the zombie stuff. It looks it looks cool. I was pretty impressed by. Everything just flowed really well. All the maps felt really well balanced. They that you know, everything felt like I could get to where I needed to be with I'd have at least have some chance of not getting shot. Usually it was my own stupidity mm-hmm. that got me there instead of, you know, because I'm stuck on some hill because I can't get around it or something. I've experienced that many times. It's like ah mm-hmm. I just but am I just here. I just don't know these maps. I don't know what the progression is. I don't know the best way to play the zombie maps. There's some fun, dumb story. It's all like one map is like a yeah. bunch of uh, Mad Max people. And one map's like a bunch of treasure hunters. And it's like themed and 
and all that. Yeah. And I think that's cool. And I think that they're providing that to a very specific player, but I don't think it's me because I don't yeah. like horde it, modes. I don't play horde mode in any video game. I just don't do it. It's become its own thing with Call of Duty. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it, you, you got to play it. You got, you got to pay homage. You got to pay it to the fans. They got it. They got to get it. Yeah. You know, I'll get, look, I'll find some friends on PC who are willing to go through this with me. And, we'll do uh, it. and we'll give it a shot. We'll see what as happens. soon as I get me some Black Ops 4 on the PC, because that's the reason why I rented it, because I wasn't 100 percent convinced because I've done this so many times to Call of Duty in the past. Mm-hmm. I'll go, I'll plop down my 60 bucks. Right. I'll come home. I'll play it for a weekend. And then I never come back. Yeah. You got to taste it. And first. I didn't want to do that. You got to taste it. Get a little yeah. taste. Get a little get it around your tongue. Mm, black ops mm. Mm, for black ops mm. uh anyway that's the game we're uh, playing oh it. i know what i didn't say one last thing before we get off call of duty black ops yeah i had to play with my old uh ps4 regular not pro controller well they're all my... the controllers are the same aren't they what's different about controllers? well no no the pro controller is a little bit nicer it's it's got it's a little beefier are you it's sure i thought those were identical are you sure? They're not identical. Oh no, mine right. is not identical. All right. Maybe I maybe I got a really early generation PS4 regular or something. I don't know. Mine are, was not identical to the Pro because the Pro just feels beefier and uh, just I want to lick it, but I'm not gonna because I remembered that my dog peed on it. Yeah. And I'm like ah. Yeah. So we we have a little uh, a little uh, long haired Chihuahua, and uh, apparently my controller fell off my mm. PS4 onto the floor. And he thought it was invading his territory, so he peed on it. Mm. And I didn't realize this for like a day. And I came back, and I'm like, what's on my controller? And I pick it up. Oh, God, no. So I thought I could clean it, and I tried to clean it. It just wasn't happening. Mm. And so uh, I, I guess it's now officially the, uh, the guest controller. So if you're listening to this in the future... You're wow. playing with the dog pee controller. You're welcome. It says PS4 Pro. <laughs> Scott, Scott can't hear the pee story because no, he's so busy. I, I heard it. I just, I, I thought I read that there was nothing different about these. And if there is, I'm going to be annoyed because I bought an extra controller and I would prefer right. the newer ish one if there was really a difference. Everything I'm reading all says they're the same, but I, there they're, must be. they're the same mechanically. But if you hold them up and look at them, the the pro controller that I have, once again that I have, yeah. compared to the the to the original PS4 that I purchased, yeah, uh, it, it's it's beefier. It's hmm. just it's got a it's got a beefier feel to it. Well, I like beef. It really is. It, I like beef. Yeah, I like beef. Yeah, nothing wrong with a little beef. Because I can tell you right now, my old one, uh, wh- when I click the the you know you got a little click function on the on the touchpad. Yeah. Uh, when I click it, it goes crank crank crank. But when I do on the new one, it's like. <laughs> Wow, didn't expect any of this. All right, uh, next game up on the uh, the looky loo this week for me is a game called Endless Space Two. Now, here's the deal with oh. Endless Space Two. Uh, oh, what are you gonna say? You said oh. I don't know. Endless Space Two. Oh, oh you're getting excited. All right, here's the deal. So, Endless Space One, I enjoyed, but I was terrible at and thought, okay, whatever, and I kind of forgot about it. Uh, Endless Space is a series of now two video games. This They have a number of expansions, um, but they are a uh, 4X space simulator or basically civilization in space. Mm. And uh, it's all about, you know, planetary exploration, take over a planet, uh, colonize planets, exploit their resources, 
move on to the next star system, do the same there. Oh, look, pirates are here. Take care of the pirates. Now we get the planet. Oh, there are people living there, and they're jerks, and they want to kill us, so we better have enough military power to take down that planet. Like, it's it's one of those turn-based, play-it-forever kind of games. So and, when people yeah. want to kill you, yeah. they're jerks. They're jerks. Okay. When I want to kill them, it's divine providence. <laughs> so, <laughs> or some might call it manifest destiny. Hmm. Ah, anyway, uh, so, yeah. So so Endless Space 2, I've had for a long time, and I got it on a sale, and I knew I wanted to play it, but I just haven't given it a lot of my time. I dip my toe in a little bit and go, okay, I'm 12 turns in, but i got to go do something else because I'm busy or whatever. And I just wouldn't get back to it because it always felt like a big undertaking. I decided mm -hmm. that because right now I am a seriously space-hungry for space games, I just want them all right now, all the time. Oh, yeah. Just okay. whatever they are, I just want to play space games. I'd go through some of my ones that I had in my library and go, all right, well, what, what have I not messed with in a while? Here's Stellaris. Here's, you know, uh, Rebel Galaxy. Here's a little Ooh, Stellaris. Stellaris. I forgot about that. That, I got that. that game's pretty cool. Um, Very different kind of game, though. But anyway, so I, I wanted to get back into this. And I also wanted something I could do at my own pace, which, you know, turn-based games, that's the whole point is you're making turns. Uh, it's like playing chess. You got to, you know, yeah. take your turn and do your thing and whatever. And... uh I I got in and and just really like genuinely looked at game systems and really paid attention to them for the first time playing it and went all right, all right oh, okay I see how this affects that that's why I want to get that early like really paying attention to what strategies I might want to deploy for whatever the win the, the game conditions were and I really like Endless Space too I think this is a really really cool game and absolutely uh, worth playing. Show, so do I do I need to get this? Is this a I don't know. How do what do you happen? how do you feel about turn based strategy games? Well, I definitely prefer them when they're in space. <laughs> well, I mean so, my opinion is everything's better in space. I like space horror better than regular horror. Uh I like space. Yeah. Uh I, I do like space. Space is good. Space is good. Yeah. I like I like space. You've never been to space? Uh, no, but I want Like to. you've never been to space. I love science fiction, and space is a great part of that. Space and science right. fiction go together really well, turns out. And this game's full of that kind of stuff. It's a gritty universe. There's a lot of cr creepy, weird story going on. Um, now, do I need to get the collection, the big one? I mean, no, but, uh, but I did because I wanted the other. I want all the extra stuff. The thing with these 4X right, games, right. they tend to get better over time. Like, they're really good out of the gate, but then there's some problems in the late game or whatever, some other issues. And then what they do is they end up patching it a bunch, and then there's always new content that kind of adds new balance to the game. This is true of Civ, too. Civ's always been this way. So when you buy Civ Five, like, count on Civilization Five being really good on the third expansion and good enough at launch. And that's kind of this here. I think it's just a way the genre goes. But right. um, I think all that stuff's really cool. And just generally, generally speaking... I love the feel of it, the music, the sense that I'm exploring really weird worlds in far off places. But it's how, a handful. How this, it's how a handful. Space, how does the space sound? I want to. I want to hear some uh, Foley work for. Uh, here's how this here's space. space. You ready? Here's what it sounds like in space. Do it. Wow, that's that's. See, that's, did you hear? Did you get that? Actually, yeah, it was pretty. That's cool. actually spot on. Yeah. Is that how they represent space and endless space too? Um, they have some muffled. Or is it more one of those muted? <laughs> A little bit like that, except nobody's ever just floating around in space. But you have these space battles, right. and they play a little bit like Battlestar Galactica, where things are kind of muffled, like right, right. because that's how sound works in space. 
So it's not dead silent out there or anything, but um, right. it's really cool. The soundtrack's amazing, and it's oh. got these great voiceover stuff and just really cool moments and just the way it feels. I just love how it feels. And that's what I'm aching for right now in my space games. I just want to feel. I'm aching. I'm aching for the feels. <laughs> that's why I started. Space. That's why I started playing. Uh, started up freaking yeah, Eve Online. Been talking again. about this for weeks. Yeah. yeah, and I mean even Eve Online, it's just got this feel to it. I just love that feeling of just big open space and me trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do in it. It's just a great thing. <laughs> so I'm getting that from Endless Space Two right now, and I'm really enjoying it. And I think it's actually on sale at the moment. Maybe not. I'll, you, you would be incorrect. I am on uh, isthereanydeal.com, and I'm looking for it. Uh, the current price is a little higher than I'm used to. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to get the uh, Space Two collection, which is all the DLC stuff, uh, you can pick that up for about $54.99. I wouldn't do that. Uh, historically low, though, it has gotten down to as little as around 17 bucks so i put it on my list mm -hmm. uh and i am going to watch for this one to come around because okay. i'm not ready to spend that kind of money yeah i uh, mean i'm the guy that goes to the red box and rents call of duty black ops 4 yeah no so. i know i know who you are i know what you're up to um That's anyway me. i think if you like turn-based games and uh, uh 4x's this is a this is a really good game so I'm i gonna, do like i'm gonna I recommend like turn -based it. games I say this like I'm in space, but I really do like turn-based games. The reason why I usually don't play them as much as I would like is because mm -hmm. generally it's a lot of gameplay. Mm -hmm. It's like, how would you like to sit down for three hours? Okay. <laughs> and it is like that. Like you can go all night before you know it and you're like, oh my right. gosh, am I still playing this video game right. now? No. It's definitely a thing. Hey. Uh, tell me about Dungeons 3, if you would, if you might. Sure. It's the follow-up to Dungeons 2. Oh, wait. Oh. You wanted more information. Yeah, more now. than sure. just that so, it's a sequel to the previous game. That'd be great. Right. So I put down my PIS controller for my PS4, and I headed out to my office where I keep my PC, and I played Dungeons 3. I picked it up this past month on the Humble Bundle so monthly. Wait, hold on. If you're I, looking around for controllers, will you say to people like the kids, where's the PIS controller? Will you say that? Yes, I will. Okay. And they're like, how do we know they're all the same, Father? This is the one that smells like pee. Mm, well done. And... Right, and so uh, and so that's what happens there. So it. yeah, uh, humble bundle monthly. Uh, I do that every month, twelve dollars plus. You get two dollars off on the, in the in this humble store yeah. whenever you uh, do stuff. Plus, you get ten percent off. But anyway, it's stupid cheap. By the way, that humble bundle deal stupid is too good. Cheap. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. Dungeons three. I wasn't gonna get this, uh, but Bombats on Twitter said, "Hey man, did you see this?" And he gave us some games to give away. By the way, at the end of the show too. By yeah. the way, good friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. Dungeon 3, he said, it is kind of cool. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. So it's a, it, have you played Dungeon Keeper? Yeah, the old, <clears throat> the old Bullfrog games, uh, Dungeon Keeper was a big hit in the, I want to say, mid to late 90s. Uh, you built Correct. your own dungeons that then adventurers would come. And your, your job was to try to trap that thing up so bad that you'd kill all the adventurers when they came there. So you're basically That's just right. taking on the role of, you know, imagine... Imagine you're, you're, it's Diablo. Uh, imagine a Diablo game, but you're the bad guys trying to set up the demise of the adventurers coming to conquer you. That's, that's the a idea. Good description. Yeah. And that's what you have here as well. You have a, a, a heart of evil in the dungeon area uh, where you are uh, taking your, uh, your snots, is what they are. You're, you're the evil one, mm -hmm. and you're in control of the evil ones. And you're, you're just a big hand, kind of like, do you ever play the other, mm -hmm. the uh, Overlord? Do you ever play sure. that game where sure. you pick up your little 
pick up your little people and you move them around, you slap them. It's kind of a it's a god game basically. It's a god game. You're exactly so you're kind of you're kind of like that guy, and so got some really cool narration too. By the way, I think it's the same guy who did the bullfrog. Dungeon Keeper. Oh, it's entirely possible. Yeah, I I remember hearing something about people involved with uh, Dungeon Keeper were also also make this series or something. It feels so good. It really does. And so while you're down there, built you know doing your dungeon, you're you're setting up your your gold rooms, you're having your little uh, snots run around. And by the way, each one of the snots have like snot names like Snooty and Snut and all these other. words and uh so they're running around and they're you know they'll dig where you tell them to and they'll find they're looking for gold veins they find gold veins they can bring it back and you can collect money and once you do that you can start building yourself some warcraft kind of creatures like orcs yeah i like by the way the big the big hand is basically like a it's like the hand of sauron it is like a big hand of sauron it's kind of got that there's a lots of lord of the ring jokes in this and i've never played the first or second dungeons but I've, i've heard that uh, there's a lot of that humor styling. You know, it's like, oh, reference to this mm-hmm. and reference to that. And there's a lot of inside jokes. And it's just it's just pleasant enough. The jokes and the narration are just pleasant enough in the background to not quite get into annoying, but right on the edge. Right, It's like, mm. did I just spend the whole day with dad and doing dad jokes? That's what it kind of feels like. It's just like those bad jokes and puns for like for days. But it's kind of charming. I, I have like this it. in my library, and I need. I've, I'm just watching some video while you describe it, and it makes me want to go crack it open. It I is. This it is mega fun because because while you're doing your dungeon keeper thing, which I've done in other games, that's that's a, that's a good game mechanic. But it combines it with this this feel because there's an underworld and there's an overworld, and you once you create your orcs and you know your all your little snots and everything, you can you can head up above uh up above land under the overside. And you can go out and you destroy the village before they come get you, which they're doing, by the way. They're they're actually actually always trying to come into your dungeon and destroy you. But you're trying to get out there because if you destroy certain objects, and this is only in the areas I've been, uh, if you take over certain objects, it will start spewing evil. Evil. And that's a resource. So you got mana resources, evil resources, uh, gold resources, these different resources that you're building because you're upgrading uh, your warriors, your orcs, your every you're just upgrading everything mm-hmm. as you're going along. Mm-hmm. So you're you're trying to collect at the same time as send out troopers troops out there to to cause havoc and to destroy the world. Basically, you start off and there's an evil that's supposed to be from Dungeons Two. Never played it, uh, and he comes to this island and he takes over a dark elf, uh, possesses them. And so from there, you kind of follow this story. This it's kind of cute. The story's not really important. The mm. gameplay is what's really great here. The mm. gameplay is amazing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I love these kind of games. I don't know why I've never cracked that one open. I've had the code forever. I just put it on my drive and then forgot about it. I need to get in there. I'll be honest with you. I, I saw it. I, I saw it. I was not going to play it because uh, some of the, uh, the transition st- scenes uh, with the animation is kind of ganky mm-hmm. and you know and and the graphics while you know okay they're what they they didn't grab me and go oh my god look at the great graphics on this game so visually it didn't really grab me and then i heard a little bit of the audio and i'm like eh. but it's really the gameplay that is really above everything else right it really it really elevates this game to something that's actually worth playing all right i'm in
I'm going to play this Do game it. again because I, I already own it. I don't know why I'm not playing it. I already own it. it. What's wrong with me? You know why? Because I've just been, stu- I've so, been so obsessed with space games right now, and I'm still playing uh, Odyssey, at least until Red Dead hits. So it's like mm. I, I just can't think of anything else, and that's Why dumb. Is, it's like it's like a week, isn't it? When, when is Red Dead? It's like it's 26th, it's so almost, what is that? That's um, two weeks, maybe. Two weeks, about two weeks, yeah. Two weeks. Just before I go to BlizzCon. Just enough time to yeah. cram a few days in and boom. Didn't All this right. happen last time? You you got Red there's Dead always, 1 or something? No, there's just like, always something. There's always something right before BlizzCon something. that comes out, and then I have to leave. I hate it. Right. I don't know what last year's was. I don't remember. It was something mm. big, though, and then I had to go, and then that sucked, and then I came back, and I played it anyway. So it wasn't that big a deal. But uh, Chat room asked, uh, was it Dungeon Keeper 2 that was fun? Yes, it was. Dungeon Keeper 3? Mm. Wait, it was two that was good. Was it Tyros X Seven was asking that? Oh, I thought I, loved, I thought one was all right. No, oh two. I I I one was all right. Two was the good one in my opinion, and three was. Eh, I don't eh. remember three. I don't remember three mm-hmm. at all. I know there was some crappy knockoffy iOS thing and Android thing that existed a couple of years ago. That maybe made, that's what I'm thinking of. That made everybody mad because it was just like a free to play <laughs> nightmare. Like, because imagine what they would do in there. Because you're really talking. It's basically. Oh, well, it's six, canceled. What? No. Well, three may have been canceled. Canceled. But, but the but the iOS or the Android or mobile version was basically Sims Mobile. It was right. Build all the stuff, but then wait a long time, or buy some gems and have it hurry, like that kind of garbage. Yeah. And everybody, everybody was pissed. And this is a while ago now, but. Uh, it, but wouldn't that be the height of evil? It would be the height of evil. Welcome to the height of evil, everybody. Speaking of the height of evil, you are uh, in the next game I'm going to recommend is a a game that is actually old but new again. And uh, you get to go to the height of evil and take him down because you're the height of goodness. Uh, All right. You're a ninja. And the game is called (laughs) (laughs) Mark of the Ninja. Ninja. Mark of the Ninja Remastered. If you existed in this world in 2012, you probably remember it. I don't know. Some people may not. But uh, Clay Entertainment, who makes amazing games across the board they've made some of my favorite games uh in a very long time started out as a very small indie publisher now they're i think a little bigger but still small enough to make small titles um made a game called mark of the ninja and this was before they gained a bunch of fame for don't starve or um invisible ink or some of the stuff they're working on now um, they have multiple projects going on right now that are all very exciting. I have a feeling Mark of the Ninja 2 is probably going to get greenlit because right. this game, well. this this thing's doing well out of the gate as a, as a remaster. So anyway, this mm-hmm. game came out in 2012. Um, I think it maxed out at like 720p support. It was on PC and Xbox. I don't think PlayStation had it. Um, I think it, you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it is a 2D side-scrolling if you want to think of what the levels look like, I mean, it's a little Castlevania, Metroid-ish. Yes. Uh, but the, the the entire point of the game is sneaky stealth play. And like you would with a ninja, uh, sneaking up on dudes, stabbing them when they're not looking, knocking lights out with ninja stars, uh, having them go, oh, what's going on? And then walk in a different direction and they kill them when they're not looking. Like they, they and far as I'm concerned, they not only refined stealth but they reinvented it in a 2d game that i'd I'd never seen anything like it i thought it was so good and i played the hell out of it because Uh, you're not a stealth fan you're not a big fan of the stealth um it depends i like it when it's done right i like assassin's creed stealth i like this and there's other examples oh i like the hitman game that came out a couple years ago the sequel's almost done 
That's, oh, I thought you meant the movie. No, no, no. The movie sucks buttholes. <gasps> Multiple holes of the butt? Yeah, okay. both movies. Both movies suck buttholes. There are two of them, if you recall. There was a terrible first one and then an even worse second one. But anyway, um, Mark the Ninja is awesome. And the remastered is, uh, it looks incredible in 4K, as you would expect. Uh, gone are any sort of load times that may have existed in 2012, which isn't that long ago. But, right, right. Um, it holds up incredibly well. It is not the kind of game that needs much done to it to make it a, a modern remastered re-release. Um, and I find myself completely enraptured by it once again. It's got all kinds of personality and adventure and fun, and the mechanics are a riot. And as you upgrade your dude and find better ways to dispatch your enemies or sneak around or lay traps or whatever, it just gets better, 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 and better. Um, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. If this matters to anyone, how I feel, um, there were two games of the year or two two games of the generation in, in the previous generation, that being whatever was available during the 360 PS3 era and PCs and all of that. And those two games were Red Dead Redemption 1 and this. In that order. Right, like, that's right. how much I like it. It's my second favorite game of that time. And um, I know that, you know, I may be, I may be, you know, the exception or something, or maybe somebody's not going to find reasons not to like this, but I think it's brilliant and fun and exciting and right. intense and really makes yeah. you think. It's almost like a puzzle every time you walk into a room, but a good kind of puzzle, not a poopy puzzle. <laughs> not one of those puzzles you know is just missing a piece. It's not one of those kind of puzzles, not man. Not those kind. I hate those kinds. So, was was is was uh if you owned the original did they automatically upgrade you to the uh, remastered version well, i'm glad you asked um no but they recognized me as owning it already and gave me a uh discount so if you bought the game if you buy it new it's like uh, you know 29 bucks or whatever and worth every penny i should say but since i already owned it they offered a four dollar uh, upgrade so it's just four bucks right. which i am happy to give them four dollars zero problem with that uh, I'm glad because the standard price is $19.99, but I don't need it because I own the original. Uh, so $4.99 is. Uh, did you right play it? Because be. it's so good, dude. It's so good. Dude, yeah, I play Mark of the Ninja, you know, like according to my records, uh, 0.1 hours played. So obviously, <laughs> point one I hours. had a blast. <laughs> I must have it somewhere else because I played it way more than that. Yeah, you might. I I played, I beat it. And I don't always right. beat a video game, um, but when I do, <laughs> but when I do, when I do, it's one I really me. love, and I love this game so much. And I'm playing right. it through again, and I'm going to beat it again because I liked it that much. You know, in terms of like, what's really weird to me is that they they've made all these other games, and I would have thought this would have been a sequel by now, um, right? Because. I just loved it so much. And I know that critically everybody loved it. The, the question is, did it sell well? I don't know. Um, everything they've attempted to make, I think, has been excellent. They're really good at like taking a genre and turning it on its head. And I always get excited about news from them. Like, ooh, we're working on this new thing. And I get super stoked about it. So uh, even though this is old, I feel like this this could mean a future where there is a sequel to this game. And that would be amazing because, again, it's worth it. Uh, it's a worthy a game worthy of a sequel. Um, so if it's only 19 bucks dude nobody has an excuse it if you're just sitting around going man and well by the way also it's everywhere so this is on the switch now ps3 yeah. uh, ps4 xbox one pc like anywhere you want to play it this would be a perfect switch game 
And I would have picked and it Forza, there. I think is I, I think it's a little bit more on the Switch, which makes me sad. Twenty four, I think, on Switch. Twenty four. Yeah, that sounds about right, though. Yeah, I guess I'd spend the five bucks on the PC and do it. Then. Yeah, just yeah, spend yeah. the. It's the most worth five bucks you'll ever spend. It's so dumb, dumb. Oh stupid. come on, Scott! Don't oversell it. I'm I'm selling it, and it's underselling it even then because it's it's Mark really of one of the Ninja. greatest games. Oh my gosh, I love these guys because of this game, and I was so excited when when Invisible Ink came out. I, like on sight oh, unseen, I went, "Oh, I'm getting that game." Why? Right. Because it's in, because it's Clay Entertainment, and they don't make they make great games. Like I feel like I'm I feel like it's a de- developer that's like. One day we're all going to look back on it and go, oh, remember when they were just this small yeah, company yeah. making these things? And, and we're going to remember just how freaking great they were. And and if you watch during the uh, during the big Steam sales, uh, they will often have a Klee sale. And there is not a bad game. Sometimes I don't like buying, you know, a developer's, uh, you know, entire library because I'm like, eh. There's going to be a few in here, but there's nothing wrong with oxygen not included. I love Don't Starve, even though it frustrates you. Invisible Ink, great. Uh, Hot Lava. This is a new. new This is a new open beta that uh, I've been kind of keeping my own. I haven't haven't actually went through with it yet, but it looks interesting. It's like a three three D shooter perspective. Yeah, like you're playing as a toys, like uh, like plastic. G.I. Joe kind of guys. Yeah, I can't quite tell what, but I just know that they'll do a good job. I mean, even in Don't Starve, yeah. it, which is their stab at sort of survival games, they do really, really inventive, cool things in that game. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't like survival games, period. Even they couldn't right, fix right. that for me. Um, otherwise, I think I would probably love that game, but I just don't like survival games. I don't like a game where I'm hungry all the time. Freaking hate that. <laughs> don't make me hungry. Because it reminds me, I'm really hungry in real life. I... <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like. It. I like Hunger Games. That not the movie. Well, the book was okay, but yeah, I like the games where you have to be mindful of so many things. And most of their the chatters having a discussion about them using the style they're using. They've used this kind of art style, which I assume is because of their art director or somebody there who kind of defines this. But that right. kind of angular fifties, sixties looking uh, cartoon art is absolutely throughout their games their original games uh shank one and two which you and i played way back in the day on youtube or something yeah we did we We did it was so much fun yeah shank was uh kind of a a side-scrolling beat-em-up sort of game uh which was Mm -hmm. also really good and that was kind of their big first foray into this stuff but that used a very similar style this was their next big follow-up to that uh invisible ink uses that style oh invisible i'm gonna play invisible ink later i just when i even just think about it it makes me want to play it that's my 2015 bit, game of the year. It's a little bit different style, but man, I loved uh, the the energy they brought to Death Spank. That was such a that was such a fun. Oh, uh, was that them? Did they do Death Spank? Was that them? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was them. You should. Nah, that's I think them? that was them. Wasn't them? That no, was them. That's somebody else. Hold on, Death. Nah, I think you might be right. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. You're right. Let me look. Death Spank on Steam. This is Death Spank, known as Death Spank, Orphans of Justice, comedy eh, action no, role game. This not is not Clee. Yeah, this is Ron Gilbert. Not Clee. Hothead games, different game, but it's good. It's a good game, regardless. Sure. Yeah, go play that too, I guess, if you want. Uh, anyway, uh, what was my point? 2015's mm. best game of the year, Invisible Link. <laughs> uh, who knows what they'll do in the future, but you needs to be playing Mark of the Ninja Remastered PC, Switch, and consoles available now. Brian, tell me about Merchant. Oh, I'm going to tell you about the Merchant. Uh, this week, when I got through playing on my PC, I hopped on my mobile device. Android in this case, and went to the Google Play Store and picked up Merchant. 
Uh, it is. You ever, you ever been playing you know, an RPG game and you're like, you're out hero questing, doing your thing, and you're like, hey, what's going on, guys? And mm-hmm. you, you know, you're collecting stuff and you, and you have to go back to town. You have to meet up with the merchant. Yeah, sure. Where you'll make, you'll make trades and stuff and you'll buy, sell, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, this game is all about the merchant. So if you're curious what he does while you're heroing, this is what he does. He does kind of a uh, a tycoon thing. He's a merchant tycoon is what he is. Uh, and it's all about handling your stock, uh, you know, managing it, selling, buying the stock, you know, whether you, and you, if you need like, uh, if you need to make a potion, he's also a potion maker. So he can make certain potions, but he's got to have the right ingredients. And what he does to get those ingredients is he either waits for someone to come into the shop. And this is all easily laid out on the screen. So it's just like when you visit a merchant, you know, it's very, you know, it's all right there in your face. There's not like a lot of looking around. You got a merchant standing looking at you mm-hmm. like, a, like a big dummy. Yeah. So same thing. Uh, so it's like, it's like dealing with that, that micromanagement of things. Uh, and so, you know, there, there's people coming in and buying and selling products and you purchase, sell, create, and you also give quest. Mm. So you tell your hero. Oh, so you're like you the, M- you're like the NPC sort of here. You're, uh, yeah, you're... you kind of are. Okay, all right. Yeah, so in order for you to keep your store thriving, you will uh, hire out a hero, and you will give that hero a quest, which is on a tree, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I'm going to send him on this quest because I know if he beats uh, that golem or if he beats that tree creature, he's going to bring back wood, bark, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I can make you know wood and bark kind of things. I can make you know some wooden swords. You know, some some clogs maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you also send them off to, you know, fight in like mountains and things where they can get some iron, that kind of thing. So you just kind of send these guys off and they'll take and it'll fight off off screen. And this is a tycoon game. So everything is a click and wait. Mm-hmm. So you click it, wait it. But you 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 flip over and multitask while you're waiting on that to happen. Mm-hmm. You head back over to your hero. He comes back and you get a, a report on how he did, what happened, uh, you know, and, and what he collected. And you take that that material and you go back and you build stuff. And then you build armor and then you go back over and you sell it to your hero or you sell it to the people coming in. It's all about the merchant. Mm-hmm. And I had a good time with it. I, I was thinking, but this is like the worst part of most games. I just you downloaded know, going it, in and, by the way. I'm playing it. Or not yeah. playing it, but I just downloaded it. Seems neat. I like this kind of game. It, it is neat. It's real, it's real low pixel. Uh, it's, it's very simple. And it's just, it, it, it keeps you hopping though, man. I mean, I feel like I really have to think about things uh, while multitasking here. Uh, some some of these tycoon games don't feel like that at all. They just feel like, oh, I know I got to go click, you know, that box twenty times, mm-hmm. and then it'll bump me up to the next thing. No, you have to actually do a little bit of consideration while doing. Well, I like I I actually am uh, I've grown merchant. tired of clickers. I don't like clickers anymore. I'm kind of sick of them. Right, uh, where you just stuff's just happening and you just do upgrades and it keeps happening and it's fine. But I like this where you're yeah. a little bit more micromanaged and you have to make nothing happens when you leave. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. You got to come back. You got to right. check it out. Go, Oh, we are out of potions. Make some potions. Send, yeah. send if old- you, if you go home to make love to the wife and, you know, and feed the kids and stuff, yeah. not necessarily in that order, nothing happens at the store. Yeah. You don't have an assistant or anything like that. No, that's no good. No, it's no good at all. Merchant on the Google Play Store. Did you pick it up on the iOS? Yeah, is that it's where you on iOS it? as well. It's free. Uh, they have in-game purchases right. if you want them. I don't know what those are yet. No ads is the best I can tell, which is good. I hate ads. I, I saw no ads. There are some encouragements to uh, purchase uh, purchase items. I have not done that. 
Yeah, um, I have because you're cheap. So, you're not going to do that. I understand. I'm I am cheap, but I don't mind supporting a good game. And I if usually if I keep a game uh, one or two weeks, I'll start thinking about do I want to put money into this game? But if I've only had a game for a week, forget it. Uh, my money. Quick note: someone in the chat says they have never heard of Invisible Ink until now. How did I miss that one? You owe it to ah! yourself. You owe it to yourself to go get Invisible Ink and play the living hell out of it. And they have a I don't know if it's on anything other tablets, but it's they have a tablet version for the iPad, and it's amazing on there. I went and bought that too. I bought that game twice, uh, three times. I'm sorry. I bought it on. Uh, oh no, no, no. That's not a third platform. I play. I can play it on the Mac. Is what it was. But it's the same mm. purchase on Steam. Anyway, I got it on Steam, and it is infinitely playable. It's a roguelike, but a turn-based like strategy roguelike. <sighs> like if you like XCOM and you want to mix that in a little bit with other genre. Oh, oh it's so good. Oh, game of the year, game of the year, 2015's game of the year. Merchant. I can tell game you right now, best, best game of the year, 2015. Invisible Ink, in my opinion. Best movie of the year, Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. What? Is that this year, 2018? I don't no, think that's right. 2015. 2015. Oh, 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you all the best things of 2015. Oh. Invisible Ink, uh, Mad Max Fury Road, uh, television would have been Fargo, and uh, what's another medium? What was the best? Uh, favorite, favorite Subway sub. By your Subway artist. I uh, don't like Subway, but I do like <laughs> Pop Bellies. So best sandwich making place of 2015, Pop Bellies. Done. Perfect. Nailed it. Done. Time for this. There. there. Aren't you glad you tuned in? Yeah. Aren't you glad you tuned in now so that you could hear me play this twice? It's best. The, <laughs> the best of 2015 in uh, October 2018. It's always good to look back. Can't always be Stay forward. Tuned. Okay, we're going to play a little game called Guess My Game, and that's uh, audio that Brian and I play to each other and try to get each other to guess what it is. For example, I'm going to play this one uh, from me to see if Brian can uh, figure it out. I think it's too easy, but we'll see. It may be so easy, it like actually is one of those things that will make your brain hurt and you'll not Mine think of it. Mine is way easier. Go ahead. All right, here it is. See if you can figure it out. Well, oh. that's the whole clip. It's it sounds like I'm on a light cycle. <laughs> you got it. Do you know the name? And I am playing Tron. Tron is correct. Congratulations. Well done. Wait. However, your... my favorite. Part, I did like the light cycles. Yeah. What was your favorite mode, though? If you didn't like if you like those, I, I like the light cycles. But at the arcade light cycles at home was great. Gave you lots of time to play and get better, kind of learn how to be even better at snake snake mm -hmm. duel almost. Sure. sure. Uh, but uh, at, at the uh, at the arcade, I did like my flying disc. Mm. I like my flying. Oh, disc yeah. Flying disc was pretty good. The one I liked the yeah. least was the tank one. It was a bad knockoff of combat. Yeah, it like just that. didn't feel good. I didn't like that one. All right, well, there you go. Well done. I forgot what year that was, 83 or Tron. something. Uh, but yeah, Tron, everybody, Tron. All right, here comes uh, Brian's. I have not heard this yet, so this is my first time. Here we go. Oh. That shishing. 
the Shishing Shishing is very familiar, like a very specific game. think i know oh i i thought it was i thought i was leaving in too much of it the sound <laughs> i tried to i tried to clip out some parts yeah um i'll give you a hint it was a uh it was a tycoon game Tyco okay okay let me listen oh i think i know this is um this is uh, um, uh, this is uh, roller coaster tycoon. Absolutely. Oh, roller coaster tycoon. Oh, that hurt to get it out of me. You know what it was? It, it I... was hard. It was hard to pick things that weren't the roller coaster because I mean it was like constantly audio of roller coasters going zoom, zoom. <laughs> yeah, that would have given it away if I'd heard more of the, more of those. But I yeah. thought I was hearing chickens and stuff. I'm like, wait, why are there chickens here? Yeah. Oh, speaking of chickens, if you go back and you play Dungeons 3, there's actually chickens you have to grow, too. Oh, look at that. They're annoying. Okay. Yeah. Grow some chickens. I like it. Grow some chickens. All right, everybody. It's time for a quick news story for the week. This is from uh, Mashable. Messages with unrecognized characters are breaking the PlayStation 4 consoles. No. Oh, hacker majacker going on here. Uh, PlayStation 4 people locked down messaging on your account pronto. There's a new kind of malicious message. Being reportedly floating around the PlayStation Network makes the whole console crash. Recovery is possible, but it's not as simple as power cycling the machine. Mm. Uh, there are a bunch of steps that have to be taken. Uh, word of the problematic message appears to have surfaced first on Reddit. Of course, it's always there. That's right. Uh, in a post titled, Warning, Set Your Messages to Private. Uh, let's see. Describes a scenario where this player got their whole team booted out of Rainbow Six Siege match after they all received a message containing... An unrecognized character. Remember this? This was a thing that was um, they, uh, Apple patched it really quick. But there was an iPhone iMessage thing that if you sent a certain thing and you looked at the message, it locked your phone. Like you could never use messages again. Same kind of deal. They just figured out a way to do it. It's that's been patched. This will be too. But at the moment, oh yeah, absolutely. But it. I'm gonna go ahead because I'm playing Call of Duty Black Ops, and man, if there's ever been a place that people would like to pull a jack move might be the there one. yeah no kidding i mean i i doubt the pc is susceptible to it but maybe it is oh, anyway yeah. uh one team member he says only one team member of this group that was uh, hit that day were, were not affected and they said that's because he keeps his psn messaging set to private which i think i already have but i'm gonna check after the show to make sure i'm, I'm gonna check mine as well yeah because i've been thinking about it all day when i read it i haven't had a chance to get in there that's kooky crazy is what that is <laughs> i read it I read it. Get it? Do you get it? That's pretty good. Oh, I get. Oh, that's what it means. Yeah, that's what it means. Oh. Don't don't forget. All right, time for us to do an email. Got an email here from uh, Crazy Surge Sturgeon. Sorry, his real name's Curtis. I love the name Curtis. I don't know. Why. I I like Crazy Surgeon better. You like that? Right. You don't want don't one know. though. They're, they're, I don't. I uh, yes, yeah, both bad. Again. You don't want a Crazy Surgeon, but you'll happily no. call one someone that. Anyway, it says, hey, Scott and Brian, I just want to let your, or get your opinion, <clears throat> excuse me, on the arcade one-up three-fourth cabinet uh, that are coming, cabinets that are coming out, arcade cabinets. Oh, yeah. Scott, yeah. since you grew up with arcade cabinets in your life, are you excited? Is this something you guys are going to get? I have the Street Fighter 2 pre-ordered. I saw that they were going to possibly do cocktail tables as well. Looking forward to your response. Curtis, uh, way ahead of you, buddy. I bought the, uh, the um, 
uh, Joust one the day they announced Joust? them because they're only two ninety nine, and it's a yeah. And you get you can pick even the one that's even Walmart apparently. So I yeah, mean, that's where they were originally going, I think. And then they let you do right. online pre-orders, which is what I did. I'm supposed to have that by now. In fact, what the what's the deal? I, I was a little concerned. Uh, I, I want to get this. Yeah, I'm very interested. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I never. I, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be cool." But I really want to see one in person before I get it because I. It says it's supposed to be four foot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just a little bit wary. I got to. I got to see it first. I'm excited about the idea. The idea is great. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. See this. Now that I realize, I should have had this by now. Oh no no. Sorry, ten sixteen. When, what's the, oh t- gosh, yeah, I'm getting it tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm getting it tomorrow. You should have read. You should have read this next week. I'm so excited. Okay, tomorrow I get it. Uh, it's the Rampage Arcade. It's the Rampage Edition. I don't even a big fan of Rampage. Oh. Don't really care about Rampage, uh, but Joust Rampage. is on it. And you know what we're all going to do anyway, right, Brian? You know what we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to mod it first thing. First thing I do is I'm modding this and putting every main game I can find on it. Duh. I'm excited. Three hundred dollars is a pretty it. good deal. Anyway, they're on back order now. Uh, so if you want a new right. one, you're gonna. It's, have to... it's it's supposed to. Is it three fourths the size of a standard arcade? Right. Yeah, it's That's pretty pretty. It's it's close. It's close, but small for sure. It's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of cool in its own way. So. Anyway, yeah. I'm excited. I'm gonna have it right here, corner of my office. Make it part of the motif in here. It's gonna be awesome. Very okay. excited. Thank you for the reminder, Crazy Sturgeon. If you'd like to email us, you can. Boopshow at like gmail.com. Boopshow at gmail.com. By the way, I've learned with with some 15 years of knowing Brian Dunaway <laughs> that you can't, if there's a word from a song and you say it, he'll sing it. There's no. I have to. Yeah. There's no stopping him. There's no like preempting it. Like if you do it, he'll, he'll sing it. So. Yeah. If I keep it in. It gives me the gas. Yeah, you keep it in, you're, you're going to have a big impacted uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fe- fecal that. wall or whatever. Yeah. Fecal uh, wall. That's what I need. Nobody wants, a, nobody wants fecal wall, trust me. <laughs> uh, that's it for your emails, and that's it for the show. Now, if you stick around toward the end of the show, and we recommend that you do, uh, you will be favored with some free codes we're giving out today. In fact, I'm going to log now to the nightbot.tv app so that I'm not doing that last second. Uh, We're going to get some cool stuff, too. Uh, I got a couple of things left over from the Humble Bundle. Uh, So, yeah, if you're listening and you have never tuned in live, we do this uh, Monday at 3.30 Mountain Time, 5.30 Eastern Time, Mm -hmm. thereabouts. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, we do give away game codes Mm -hmm. uh, after the show. And I have a few myself uh, from Steam. Yeah. So you want to what you want to do, though, is type some things here so that if you're already Oh, you've already stopped recording? No, no, we're recording still. I'm just saying do it now so that when we get there, we're all set. I usually wait too long to do this. So if you start typing something now, say something. If you are interested in being a winner today, I need you to say stuff in the chat so that you show up in the winner's box or the potential winner's box. It's just the way that this this bot works. So you got to do that. All right. So that's all happening. Uh, Boopshow at gmail.com is our email address. Frogpants.com slash boop is the website. And you're thinking... You know, I need a place where I can go find all the archives of the show I've heard for the first time. Well, good news. It's all right there. Frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. On Twitter, we're at Boop Show. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And uh, you can also find our Reddit page, boopshow.reddit.com. And uh, I think that's it. Brian, any final thoughts before we go? I can't believe it.
Ah, that's oh, the old phrase. I can't believe it. I'm with you there, buddy. Boy, amen, brother. Uh, right. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new show. We hope to see you then. Take care. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam.